Yo, what's up, man? Cool it, man. You know what I want to hear, right? What you want to hear? Welcome to the Buffet Boys. It's your boy, the Salvadoran sensation. La semilla de Marañón, trayéndole ese sonido salvadoreño para todos los que están listos y preparados, ya saben. Estamos aquí. You know what it is. We back again, as always, to bring you that heat. With me is my main man, 100 Grand, the Hotep Hustler himself, Mr. Kodak Brown, Mr. 31 Savage, Mr. Split the Check, Mr. General Hate, Mr. Stole Your Girl, Gave her right back because right now he needs to focus on himself. And, you know, to be quite honest, he doesn't like breaking up happy homes. <laughs> oh, Vic, shit. what's cracking, Vic? <laughs> what up, man? What up, man? Ah, <laughs> oh, you uh, look too much, Jack. Too much. <laughs> Yo, we out here, Vic. Episode 37. It's the Lester Hayes episode. Ooh. You feel me? And, uh, hey. I am not with the shits, so we are ready to get this popping, Vic. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, Ab, let's start. Let's start with, uh, you know, how was your weekend, man? It was cool, man. Labor Day. Uh, happy uh, belated or whatever the fuck you want to call it after Labor Day. You I know don't what I mean? think you do that uh, with, with Labor Day. I don't think yeah. you belate oh, well, Labor Day. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope no one out there is wearing white. You know what I mean? That's a fashion faux pas for anyone who's out there. You feel me? You know Diddy's um, wearing white right now. Diddy stays wearing white. Yep. Diddy goes to sleep in all white linen, <laughs> wakes up in all white linen. You know? But, uh, no, nah, man, it was cool. Labor Day, you know what I mean? Me and wifey just stayed home, fucking slept and chilled and ate all types of fucking disgusting fast food. So it was good, man. I got to stay home. I got to relax. I got to, I really, you know what? I didn't get a lot of sleep. Um, because I stayed up real late, like I was a fucking 12 year old and I was watching the Sopranos, which has become my favorite show. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I've been catching up on that. I already knocked out two seasons. Uh, but yeah, man, it was cool. I got to chill. You feel me? We got to relax. No problems. No issues. Uh, light, easy and breezy. You know, what about you? Cover girl. <laughs> uh, you know, I. And it was a nice weekend, man. Hey, I started by watching a bunch of college football. College football yeah. back, and we're going to get into that pretty soon. And, you know, on, on Labor Day, I kind of, you know, just hung out with some friends, barbecued, pulled it up. You know me. I like to be out in the sun, getting that getting that nice chocolate color on my skin. Uh, getting that vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, man, it was pretty cool. Just chill. Like, pretty pretty yeah. relaxed, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess that changed today. All kinds of shit's happening. Mm-hmm. And I mean, All I guess it was happened last week. Yeah. Last week too. So we had a little, uh, you know, a little, little space to breathe this weekend. Uh, but I think we need to, you know, give a little apologies for not acknowledging the, uh, you know, the big hurricane to hit in Texas, you know, our, yeah. our thoughts are with, with everybody down there. And we, you know, we hope that, uh, you know, anybody that was affected, you know, can you make it through? Yeah, shout outs to everyone out there in Texas. H-Town, man. yeah, man. Was, yeah, and, you know, I'm going to give you the same same thing that our president gives you. Hey, historic. 
amazing, great, Jesus Christ, <laughs> hurricane. You give it to the uh, you guys are in the Guinness. You guys are in the Guinness Book of World Records now. He's giving Congratulations. the stats. He's giving the stats of the hurricane. You turn yeah, around. You like, turn around oh. the card. Yo, this okay. Yo, I guess we're best, gonna get right best, into. Let's just jump best, right into the it. Best thing, the best thing ever that's ever happened to Texas. Congratulations. God. I finally beat Obama. Mine was bigger. Okay, <laughs> mine was bigger. This is something that no one's ever seen in the entire world. Nothing like Texas has ever seen in this entirety. Okay, it was a lot of death, a lot of a lot of damage done. You know, congratulations, Texas. You won. Oh man. Well, um. <laughs> I guess we gotta just jump right into this fucking. Well, jump into it, Vic. <laughs> like a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna hop right in. Cannonball. Just jump right in. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo. Yeah, well, those I fucking mean, floods are nuts. Yeah, man. It were really crazy scenes that you see. And there was great sights and there was, you know, some terrible sights. People going in there, risking their own life to go try to help others was you know, wonderful to see. It's unfortunate that it, you know, comes to this to see people get together like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad that when when it did happen, that there was a lot of people out there looking out for one another. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I mean, that it's it's kind of surprising in, in this day and age, you know. Yeah, man. And at the same time, just like you have people out there, you have Good Samaritans, and you have all types of um, wonderful things that happen during tragedies. Mm-hmm. You still have your fucking fuckboys grown as fucking just vile human beings. And, you know, my number one person right now on that list is your boy Joel. I want to call him Joel, but he's not Dominican, so I'm just going to call him Joel. (laughs) Joel Santana. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. Joel Santana. (laughs) Joel Joel Osteen. Nah, Joel Osteen. You know, the fucking clown uh, is trying to make sure that he's a first ballot charlatan Hall of Famer. <laughs> and, cont- <laughs> and he continued his league wide dominance last week. Yo, your man was out here not knowing whether to keep it funky or to lie because he was flip flopping back and forth. Oh, yeah. Every time he was getting he was getting uh, interviewed. So, listen, the new age Simon Magus needed the city of Houston to tell him <laughs> To open his doors. Like, nah, fuck that. Y'all ain't but, fucking up my Hold story. on. Like, no one's coming in here. Hold on. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't really even explain who he is. So, Joe Osteen is the pastor. I hope so too, because you've seen his face. If you've watched TV on a Saturday, you've seen his face. He is the leader of the Lakewood Church and, uh, you know, one of the biggest evangelical churches in the United States. You know, you'd figure, being a man of God, you would mm-hmm. hope that someone with such a big church, a church that used to be the home of the Houston Rockets, by the way. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. The, that yeah. used to be the arena that they used to play in. Uh, nah, you know, you'd hope that. that he would welcome people in oh, with open arms, you know, like Jesus would have. Right? Of course. And see, that's that's the problem, Vic. It's like, listen. If you are the man of God, like you say you are, Mm -hmm. like you don't need the city to tell you to open your doors. And that's basically what he what he said towards late uh, towards the latter part of last week, which was the the city of Houston never asked us to open our doors. 
like, first of all, I don't think the city of Houston needs to ask ask you to do something <laughs> that, first of all, that should just be human nature off top, off the rip. Yeah. That should just be something you want to do. But the fact that you are such a um, spiritual and a religious man, that should have been the first thing you do. But yep. let's keep it funky, Vic. This guy is fucking multimillionaire. He's probably like, hey, listen. <laughs> I don't want any of you guys fucking up my my couches. Yeah. I don't want you guys dragging any mud in here. You know, I don't want you guys doing any of that. Take your shoes off. Yeah, I don't like, line up your shoes I don't outside. Like y'all. Yeah, I don't like y'all because y'all don't wipe your feet before you come yeah, in. I don't want you be, listen, I don't Cheeto need all that fingers right now, okay? all up in Cheeto the pulpit. Nasty. Like you guys have fucking open sores and you got fucking. Nah, I don't want none of that shit. Please, just not right now. Like, what a fucking clown, yo. Like, straight up and down. Like, as a man of God, there shouldn't be any hesitation to take people in. Like, you don't need the city to ask you for help, Vic. You know what? This, I was thinking, this is, this is like someone telling you, like, damn, man, I gotta take the bus, cause fuck, I wrecked my car. And like, deep down inside, you know, you should offer at the very least to give him a ride to this bus stop. But instead, you're like, what? Damn, Word? that sucks. Oh, man, I'll see, <laughs> Damn, I'll see you later. <laughs> Damn, uh, hey, well, hey, let me know if you need anything. <laughs> you're like, man, I hope you don't ask me for a ride. <laughs> I mean, Ed, like, if, that, if that wasn't bad enough, you know, again, like we said, he flip-flopped. And, of course, after, you know, intense media pressure, he, of course, of course, they're allowed to come into our house of God. Mm. Of course. And, you know, I mean, okay, fine. You know, like, it does seem too little too late, but, you know, they are going to help people eventually, right? But it, it just, it puts a sour taste in my mouth. And if that wasn't bad enough, this Sunday when they had, uh, when they had service, they had many people that were affected by the flood, many displaced mm -hmm. people. And they went ahead and continued their, uh, I, I don't want to say greedy ways, but greedy ways, hey, Vic, but greedy that's what ways. Charlatans do. And that's they, what charlatans do. And Vic. they went ahead and continued to pass out the uh, collection plate like it, collection was like, plate. like it was a normal day, like it was a normal Sunday. Yo, what kind of fucking psychopath does that, Vic? <laughs> like, uh, okay, fine, you guys are in here, hey. Make sure you get those collection plates over there. Yeah, yeah, over look, there. Uh, yeah. Keep passing them around. Look, I mean, I've made no secret that I am not a man of God. I do not follow any religion. Mm. But I do respect the true, the people that, that follow the goodness that is in those books that they worship. And it's usually very obvious of those people. They don't, they're not judgmental. They're pretty, you know, upfront with, what they are, and you're not going to change their mind on what they believe in. They don't really try to change yours. Now, right. on top of that, I always had a problem with pastors, priests, and any, you know, any clergymen that... Charlatans, Vic. That, Charlatans. That, no, that create wealth off of religion. Sh Charlatans, Vic. That now, is the Definition. Now, Ab, I know you have the notes in front of you, but <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you how much this pastor or priest, whatever he is, his net charlatan. worth is. This <laughs> charlatan, this Charlemagne, is oh, worth. <laughs> whoa, 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 hey. 
<laughs> yeah, this this guy is worth forty to sixty million dollars. God damn, Vic. It's like Drake. Oh, he's like worth what Drake is. <laughs> he out here dropping albums. What the fuck? Yo, Yo it's like he got an, it, what? It's like he got in a half fight with Mayweather. <laughs> yo, yo, he got that deal. Like Jesus called him, like, "Hey, so what's up? You want to sign?" Like, yo, sign me right now. Whatever, I'll sign. That. Give me, give me a six year deal. Fuck, that's that's wild. I honestly, I would never trust a. I, I, someone, please explain to me uh, how you can trust a priest or a pastor that is worth that much money. I mean, I, mean, I thought, I thought in the in the Bible it said. That a man is more likely to pass a camel through the eye of a needle before he enters the kingdom of God. I thought that's what it said. I thought you're supposed to give away your your prosperity. You're supposed to give away your 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 money and possessions to well, people Vic, that need obviously, them. You obviously missed the part where it also said that you got to pay to play, baby. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess so, man. You know, like you know what it was when you signed up. Like, listen, I may. I may have been late to open these doors, but yo, these tides are always on time. So yo, <laughs> yo, that's pass why the, the fucking <laughs> collection plate to the back, please. Yo, that, <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you again. <laughs> that's why he was so late to the game, man. He had to polish up those collection plates, make sure they're nice Fuck. and clean. <laughs> like yo, hey, I need to make sure everything is pristine. So when we get these people in here, we're gonna make sure we get as much money as possible. Hey, can we that's get them? Can wild, we get them yeah. plates rechromed, please? Can we get them plates rechromed? <laughs> Too many dirty fingerprints on them. Yo, hey, you guys are fucking up. My name isn't engraved in these plates. Everybody needs to know what's going on. We per- Joel, we, we don't you mind know the, the name. <laughs> Joel, Joel. We don't mind the, the kind of money that jingles, but we prefer the money that folds. Aww. So please. <laughs> you know, bust out uh, coming to America. Don't reference. ask no oh, questions. <laughs> <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> Yo, Man. hey, you know what's crazy? I saw videos of this guy, and his fucking church is packed, Vic, to yes. the brim. Yes. To the brim, yo. Like, that should look like a Mumford & Sons concert. Like, <laughs> yo. I mean, wow. like I said, he's the head of one of the biggest evangelical churches in the United States, if not the biggest. Man. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's literally a stadium that he preaches from. Yeah. Literally, yeah. and I'm telling you, an him, arena. Him, him, and Creflo Dollar, and <laughs> I forgot the other guy's name. Yo, yo, Creflo got a PJ, son. Like, how the fuck do you have a PJ as a fucking as as a as a pastor, a reverend, or whatever? Like, yo, how do you have a uh, private jet? And you are gonna say, yo, the reason I got it is so that I can fucking touch, you know, all the all the many lives from around the world. Like, oh, where it is not so you can go to fucking Vegas. And then head back out to Miami <laughs> and then make sure you had Sunday service on time. Like, nah, stop yeah. it. Don't, don't, don't get me started. Ed. Don't get me started. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll just tell you that that's, that's one of my biggest gripes with religion that, I mean, that amongst other things, but that's a big one. So, right. you know, I, you. I, I just, you. I just feel like there's so, there was so much good out there and they had the opportunity to go ahead and be a part of that. And they just waited for the green light. They waited for the green light. Nah, just go out there and do it, man. So if y'all went out there and did it, y'all went out there and helped, y'all donated without even thinking twice, man, good for you. And, you know, that kind of stuff warms my heart. But this kind of stuff makes me just 
furious. So, fuck well, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Vic. While Joel was out here scumbagging, uh-huh. you know, there were some good Samaritans. Sure. You know, they were popping up all over during the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And one in particular, actually four in particular, was a staff at a Mexican bakery chain in Houston. Um, you know, yeah, man. So it seems that they were trapped uh, in, dur- during Hurricane Harvey, mm-hmm. and they were actually in there for two days. Now, instead of waiting for for someone to tell them what to do, uh, you know what they ended up doing, Vic? What's that, Ed? Well, you have the story in front of you, but <laughs> you decided. <laughs> <laughs> they they actually decided to make as many loaves of bread as possible for the community. Yeah. And not only not just any type of bread, Vic, they were making some pan dulce. Ooh, they was getting it popping. I love it. I and love so it. imagine two days worth of bread, Vic, while they themselves are actually trapped yeah. during the hurricane. They weren't waiting for anyone to tell them, hey, we should do this or you guys should do that. Nah, they said, you know what, fuck that. Let's let's get this shit popping because someone's gonna come and rescue us, and when they do, we're gonna have some food to pass around to our people. Yep, you know yep. what I mean. And by people, I mean all people. Yeah, man. So that goes to show you, Vic, that hey, listen, it doesn't matter how much money you have, what you do. There's people that that are just gonna do good because they want to do good, not because someone's telling them mm-hmm. to do good, not because they're on fucking camera yep. and they don't want to fuck up their business. You know yep. what I mean? But I started thinking. I was like, "Man, look at look at Vic's people out here, My being people. all righteous, I love and it. being being all righteous and whatnot." <laughs> but I figured Uh-oh. out. I figured out. I was like, "You know why? You know why they did this, Vic? What's that? Because as Latinos, we've been conditioned to do shit before we're told to do it. Oh. They're like, hey, yo, <laughs> like, yo, hey, just." Yeah, hey, we better make going like now. Yeah. <laughs> we better make this bread. My mom's gonna come over here and pull my ear. <laughs> for real. <laughs> you mean you gotta wait for me to tell you to do shit? What the fuck is wrong with you? Take out the trash. Take out the fucking trash. Like, oh shit, man. Let me go. Hey, oh, oh, fuck. Hey, let me. Hey, go take out the trash before market. Oh, hey, you gonna sweep? I'll sweep. Okay, I'll sweep and you vacuum. And then, um, are we missing anything? I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like we're missing something. Nah, man. I think we're good. Nah, man. I really feel like we're missing something. Man, we're nah, always we're missing we're good, something. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you wash the fucking plates? Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry, mom. I'll get right on it. Man, well, Ed, I mean, I think it's, I think it's important that we go ahead and give the actual bakery some recognition. The bakery is actually called El Bolillo Bakery in Houston, Ooh. Texas. And by the way, if y'all don't know what bolillo bread is, you guys are missing something spectacular. Am I am and I lying? My non, for my not not at all, but for my non Mexican Latinos, mm-hmm. uh, it's basically pan francés. There you go. And I guess maybe that would just be for Salvadorans. Well, <laughs> well, actually, like French bread is a little different, right? It's like it's slightly oh, different, yeah. but it's a hey, it's delicious. Whatever you call it, it's fucking awesome. Um, so we call it French bread, okay? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Stick to yeah, yeah. All right. All you, right. Although you are right, it's nowhere near French bread. Yeah, it's not but, French bread. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Facts don't matter in this day and age, Vic. I thought we, I thought we, <laughs> thought we agreed upon this already. Hey, we've gotten called out on some facts on this show before, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, guys. This is all satire. This is comedy. 
All of the fucking anything that we talk about is solely mine and Vic's opinion. Yeah, it's opinion. It is, it's we're, opinion. We're giving you opinions on, you know, mix with a little bit, of, mix with a little bit of fact. You know, yeah, there you go, really. there you go. Uh, if it's true, it's true, and if it's not, well, it's not. Now, Ed, we were talking about football earlier. Yeah. One of the highlights of my weekend actually was college football. I, you know, I like wa- oh. I love football. I love watching football, pro and college football. And as we talked about last episode, me and my family are big UCLA Bruin fans. And we mm-hmm. watch almost every season and are usually disappointed every season. And, <laughs> and I started watching. Sound like Raider fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know, I mean, that just tells you I'm a Raiders fan. I'm a Bruins fan. I've had a lot of disappointment in my life. But, uh, <laughs> but, Ed, you know, I, I started watching the UCLA game this weekend and, they started getting their ass whooped real quick. Uh, I think real I, quick. I think in the first <laughs> quarter they were down like twenty-one to three, and I I turned it off. I, I'm telling you right now, I flipped it. I flipped the Damn. channel. I was like, I can't watch this right now. I can't. I can't Fuck even this. watch this. I'll watch the next game. And uh, I got surprised about two hours later when I heard Pops just screaming at the top of his lungs like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> and, and they ended up coming back the second largest uh, comeback in the history of college football and beat Texas A&M. The, wait, what was the score? Hold on, because I'm confused now. What was the score? So, so the final score was 45-44, to 44, UCLA won. Uh-huh. But in the fourth quarter, UCLA was down uh, 44 to 10. Damn. So with 12 minutes left, they, they came back with, with four consecutive touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's that. I mean, it's kind of like bittersweet because you're like, damn, you're going to do that to a, to a state that's already going through so much. Hey, it's sports, baby. It's sports, baby. <laughs> you know what it, you know what it was. You yeah. know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, there was other games that happened, man. They were real crazy. Yeah. And you sent me well, this. See, that's, yeah, you sent me this article yes. of a D three game. Oh. Uh, oh Saint man. John's versus Saint Scholastica. Yeah, that's a, and yo, that should have tipped you off right then and there. <laughs> like yo, these kids are about to get in some goots. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like this is after the club. A couple bottles down. Now what, you know what I mean? Like, now, Ed, deep is this, in them goods. Is this the St. John's? No. no okay, I'm, no. Just, I'm asking a question. Right, you don't got to get upset with me. Hey, you need anyway. to relax. <laughs> Division 3 St. John's. Okay, okay, okay. So, Division 3 St. John's beats Scholastica. Beat a bunch of fucking nerds. 98. <laughs> like, yo, that's your name. 98 that to nothing. right there. 98 to nothing, man. school. Any fucking school named Saint Scholastica. <laughs> <laughs> like, the school was so bad they couldn't come up with, like, they didn't have any founding father. They didn't have anybody of importance to name the school <laughs> after. No fucking, nothing in regards to the church. It was just like, not even the state or the city. It was just like, yo, what are we going to call it as well? Um, We're a school, uh, right? Call it the University of Books. Yo, the University of Books. <laughs> but we're a Catholic school. But we're a Catholic school, yeah. St. Books. And, uh, <laughs> it don't have that ring to it. It don't got that ring Saint, to it. St. Novels Books. 
Yo, Saint like, school, Saint school, Scholastica? Oh, there it is. Learning? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, they got deep in those ribs, Vic. <laughs> 98 so. to 0. And you know what the crazy thing is? 98 to 0, it could have been a lot worse. A <laughs> lot worse. Because it was 98 to 0, I believe, in the third quarter. And... They had like the entire fourth quarter. They're like, "Yo, we're cool with just running the clock down," and that's essentially what they did. But Saint Scholastica was like, they were on their masochist shit. It was like, "Nah, fuck it, bring it." Oh, <laughs> like, yo, what? We, yo, we brought that shit like three quarters ago, my friend. Yeah, I like, <laughs> like this shit. Is, I like it. <laughs> this is a rap, and it was so oh, bad. Shit. Every single player, every single player from the Saint John's team was able to play. <laughs> Literally, Jeez. almost every every receiver got caught a pass. Every quarterback had to make a throw. Every running back got to make a run. Everyone got Damn. some touches, Vic. <laughs> and and that's not the worst loss uh, in D three history. Uh, the last such score was from actually another D three team. Mm-hmm. Rockford beat Trinity Bible a hundred and five <laughs> to zero. God. Ugh. God damn it. Like, <laughs> why would you even want to play? Like, I wouldn't even want to play. But, yo, man, fuck this. Like, I'm good. You pu- you putting up video game numbers, Vic. You putting up fucking, you putting it on rookie, and then you're just like, fuck it. I'm just. This is it. like that, uh, like after you had Madden for like 13 months and you don't get the new one yet. And you, <laughs> and you're tired of playing online. And you're tired of playing. You know, you're like, all right, let me run career mode real quick. Let me try to beat these teams by a hundred points. <laughs> nah, this is like the old Tecmo Bowl and just having Bo Jackson run around this, run around in circles and having the whole team follow him. And you just go like, that's what I was envisioning. Like, <laughs> like you should look a fucking Benny Hill episode. Just people just running around and chasing him and just scoring touchdowns. Like that's fucking wild, Vic. Like I couldn't, I don't even know if I'd be able to play. Like, I'd be like, I can't play on this fucking team. Well, Ed, <laughs> well, Ed, you played sports, and I played sports, not necessarily at this level. Not, not you know, we didn't get to this level. But we play, we play high school we sports, could, right? It looks like we could both play at this level. I'm trying yo, to get a motherfucking to... scholarship. <laughs> yo, what school do you go to? Yo, I go to the fucking Trinity of Holy Baptist uh, Bible University. <laughs> to D three school, oh, I play outside linebacker, quarterback, punter, uh, kicker, scorekeeper. I'm an assistant coach, scorekeeper, and uh, I also take care of the grounds on the weekends. Oh, so shit. yeah. But all right, Ab, so so we both play sports, right? At least high school level sports. Yeah. And what would you do if you were getting your ass whooped like this? Would you? Well, I mean, I guess you have to take a, it right, but. How would yeah. you how would you feel? Would you want them to like try to get the game over quickly? Or would you be like, nah, I'm taking my ass whooping like a man? I see look, you're putting me in a position to make it seem as though I'd be like, nah, I'm not a man because I don't want to take it. That's bullshit. First of all, <laughs> there's a difference there's there's a difference between getting spanked. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, okay, 45-0, I think we've all been there. I remember vividly uh playing against Loyola when I was in high school, and they hey Vic, they they put hands on us, like all, <laughs> I mean, all over the field. They was like having a field day. It got so bad. They was beating the shit out of us at, uh, during the first half. And we were like, all right, these guys must be tired. And they were tired. <laughs> so then their B team got to play against us in the second half. 
and their B team got in our guts. So they like, ran a, they ran bad. a choo choo on you too. <laughs> they ran a triz, Vic. <laughs> they ran a triz. Uh. <laughs> Fat Joe, big point in the whole terror squad, Vic. They were just out there, just running, running a crazy triz. But like it, it, but it wasn't a hundred points. Like at some point you gotta you gotta do something, man. I mean, I'm not listen. I'm not an advocate for hurting people, but I mean, if well, I you gotta, gotta step send on a message, someone's right? hand, you gotta send yeah. a message. Right? Like, you I mean, gonna... they're sending a message. They're sending a message. I'm definitely gonna send a message. I'm gonna step on your fucking hand. But clown. here's the problem, man. Here's the problem. Sometimes a team is that much better than the other team that even putting your second string in, you're gonna murder a team. But I think as a coach, <sighs> right? I think as a coach. You should be yeah, able to. No, no, no. As as a coach of the team that's winning, right? I think you should try to enforce interesting ways on how you can beat <laughs> the other team, yeah. right? To give them yeah. some dignity. Yeah. But is that Yo, more dignity? The annexation or that... of Puerto Rico, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You gotta you gotta whittle yeah. down the playbook to that uh, Tecmo Super Bowl playbook. That four Yo. plays, four runs, four passes. Yo, you know what? And I, I'll, I'll tell you this much. When I was coaching soccer at HS, Hoover High School is perennial for having the worst fucking teams ever. Worst um, sports in general, just yeah, all around. in general, period. Just fucking garbage. Yep. Um, and we were, <laughs> we were, yo, we were waxing that ass so bad that I was like, all right, listen, the next 10 minutes, only two touches. With two touches, you gotta give the ball up. And that's how bad it gets. And you know, like you start, when you start having drills and shit during a game, like that's when you know, like, alright, yo, like, we might want to call this shit quick. Yo, but is that, but, is that like more of an insult or less of an insult? To the I other think team? It's a lot more of an, that's a big insult. <laughs> like, yo, imagine you're running drills during a fucking game. Not like a scrimmage, but like a real game. You're out here just fucking like, yeah. Let's, hey, let's do some flea flickers. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, so, man. yeah, I man. That shit was pretty wild, though. I don't know how you can, I don't know how you can tell a team to, like, take the foot off the gas. You kind of got to just hope that they do. You know, I don't know. Cause you've seen coaches time and time again talk about how a team runs up the score. Well, how about you don't let them? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Bottom line. Do what you gotta do. Yep. Do what you gotta do. And so, you know, that wasn't the the biggest well, it was one of the bigger ones, but um just like there was comebacks and just like there was blowouts, there mm-hmm. were also two big upsets there over the weekend, Vic. Okay. And the first one was Liberty uh over Baylor. And oh, then what? Howard University beating UNLV. Yeah, I saw that one. Mm-hmm. Now, Vic. Howard was a 45-point underdog, and Liberty was a 33-point underdog. So, have you put some money on them? Yes, and that's exactly what I was going to get to. Now, I'm not sure if you're if you're um, a big. I don't know if you've ever bet before, Uh, but for my for my you know for my gamblers out there, you know what I mean. You know, (laughs) putting the putting the lease up and putting the crib up and shit, trying to feed you, trying to feed it. You know, you got Tony Soprano coming to the crib. Um, you know, I saw one, one specific thing. It was regarding if you put down a hundred dollar parlay. Now, if you don't know what a parlay is, it's essentially you pick like three or four teams and you pick those three or four teams to win by a certain point margin or whatever. Right. The thing is all four of those teams need to win. Yeah. Now, 
the odds are a little bit are a little stacked against you, obviously, because you're picking more than one team. But yeah. the payout is pretty fucking big. Uh huh. If you would have selected Howard and Liberty as a two team parlay and put down a hundred bucks, yeah. Guess how, guess how much money? Guess 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 what the comeback is, Vic? Guess what that comeback was? Fifty large. Four point one million dollars. What am I doing with my life? Four <laughs> four point one million dollars. If you would have put a hundred bucks and did a two two a two team parlay. Now, again, for the people that are avid, you know, scumbags and are out here actually <laughs> betting their life away, you would know that part. Parlays don't necessarily ever really hit like that. It's it's always like you pick a sixteen parlay is going to pay you out big dividends. The first five teams hit, and then that last team fucks you up. So, uh, and who the <laughs> fuck is going to yo? Who would have thought like yo? Let me pick Howard and Liberty. Nobody. Well, nobody. Again, that's, like, that's like hitting the lotto. I don't know, man. Yeah, you, you know if you ain't, Howard, ain't about that though. Well, listen, you maybe know, a basketball. Has a pretty good football program. No, they I don't know. Pretty I, decent, look, I want to go watch them two years ago. When UCLA played them in in Vegas, and okay. that team was caca. Their stadium's pretty what cool was the though. Score? I, I don't know. We left at the third quarter and they were down. UCLA was up. Uh, I don't know by twenty eight or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if they scored more points, but we definitely left the quarter and we're like, all right, cool. We're done. <laughs> we're done here. The point is, the point is, these were major upsets. Okay. And it comes on the 10 year anniversary of Appalachian. Was it Appalachian? It was Appalachian. Some shit like that, right? Uh-huh. Appalachian. Some. When they beat Michigan about 10 years ago, they beat Michigan. <laughs> that was probably the biggest upset ever. So it came a oh, day yeah. it was after on, that. It was on like opening weekend too, right? Appalachian State? Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember they that. They came yeah. back. Had that had that crazy run back. You're like, oh shit! And everybody went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, man. Hey, listen, we're back, baby. You know what I mean? College, College football's back, <laughs> and if Fell's about to start on Sunday, you know our Ooh. Raiders are about to come out, about to come out strong, about to make that so. that uh that wild bid for the Super Bowl because you know what, man? Ab, it's, it's Ab, I don't like it's that people. I don't like that people are saying that. I don't like that. Broadcasters are like, hey, the Raiders about it. This, I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good. Read, I'm not used yo, to it. Been, I'm not used to it. It makes it's me like nervous. 16 years of her, of hearing <laughs> like, yo, we're trash and garbage. You and the Browns. Like, yo, fuck, dog. Like, I'm I'm all the way with it. So I'm waiting. You know what I'm really waiting for? I'm waiting for these people to come out and be like, oh, look at all the Raider bandwagon. Shut the fuck up. All right? We're trying <laughs> yeah. to hear all that shit. All right, if these people want to jump on board, let them jump on board, dog. The more the merrier, all right? I am not hating one bit. What I am hating on, though, is these fake-ass Rams fans and these (laughs) fake-ass Chargers fans all of a sudden putting decals all over your fucking Tahoe and fucking wearing a Junior Seau jersey knowing damn well you hated the Chargers. You were a Dallas Cowboys fan last year, and now you're a fucking Rams fan. Now you're a Chargers fan. I thought you were a 49ers fan, my guy. Now you're a fucking... Get the fuck out of here. You don't deserve to wear any of those jerseys. In any case, I'm just excited, man. I'm really excited for the new season. NFL's here, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Football's back, so I can't wait for it, man. But, um... Exciting. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... And let's keep it going with, uh, with some sports... And um, as some people may know, 
you know, not surprisingly, the Latino guys are with the soccer tip, right? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and next year is going to... Of course, we'll talk about soccer. Yeah. So we're, we're going to keep it short and sweet. But, uh, you know, as anticipation builds for next year's World Cup in uh, Russia, Qatar, which hosts the 2022 World Cup, it's already with Ed. They're already building. They're already getting their shit together. And I hope so because Ooh. them 115 degree temperatures, it's going to be nuts. Wow. going to be fucking bananas. They were even mentioning moving the World Cup to to the wintertime. They already like, did it. Fuck that. They already did it. They're doing They're it. Doing nah, it. see? Yep. That's bullshit. But anyway, that is but anyway still going to be hot bullshit. as fuck. Still going to be hot as fuck. So they're, they're building indoor... Excuse me. They're building air-conditioned stadiums, Ed. I would hope so. We saw images of a stadium that is being built currently that caught our attention. Caught our attention. <laughs> so, the Al Therma Stadium, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, butchering it. Excuse me. But Al Therma Stadium in Doha, Qatar, um, mm-hmm. is being built. 40,000-person stadium. And, uh, and what was the interesting look that it had to it? Well, apparently it looks like a fucking scully cat, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> look like a fucking wave cat. <laughs> like, yo, so they're building this fucking stadium and it's actually supposed to look like a traditional Arabian skull cat. Yep. Which is fucking hilarious. Cause I'm like, damn, y'all spending $200 billion to make the shit look like a fucking koofy. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah. Y'all spending all that money when you could just ask Common for his. Smack koofy smacker. I'm a koofy smacker. Yo, that's fucking wild, man. But yo, $200 billion. They're going to fucking have ACs all up in that joint. Yep. I started thinking, I'm like, yo, first of all, why? Like, I start thinking, why, who the fuck wants to have a soccer? Like, who wants to play soccer? And it, is it Qatar or is it Cutter? Because I keep I call it Qatar. completely different. I call it Qatar. So it's not box. So it's not box cutter. Okay, cool. I'm cool with Qatar. Whoa, oh. whoa, 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 Anyway, anyway, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, um, yeah, man. I was thinking, like, who the fuck wants to play soccer? Like, who wants to play soccer? Who wants to go to Qatar? First of all, period. And then you go play soccer. Probably one of the, I would say, most um, active, strenuous. Active. Yep. Yeah, active. You know what I mean? Like you, these guys are literally running nonstop and sprinting miles almost, for forty-five minutes. Miles, Back literally and forth. miles. Back. So, and I'm thinking, who the fuck wants to play in Qatar? Like, it's not even like a destination for anyone. But then I started thinking, I started reading, and I'm like, oh, they have a gang of money. A that, lot of and money. They got that oil money. Got that oil oh, money. They got that oil. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then I was thinking, like, based on the FIFA sanctions from the people who were in charge when all this went down, I could understand why it's in Qatar, because that money yep. is flowing like wine, baby. Yep, like water. <laughs> now, and yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's going on there, 
they literally have been kidnapping people <laughs> and working them in in like pretty much slave labor camps to build these mm. stadiums. Yep. And Damn, if, that is fucking yeah, if you watch if you watch some of these documentaries that are being made about this World Cup, they're still five years away. It is fucking bananas. It is crazy to see what's going on. And I don't know, man. This this shit seems a little too seems like a little too much. Well, now, am I gonna still watch the World Cup? <laughs> oh shit, Vic. Yo, this is oh, God. I, I mean, I almost <laughs> prefer not to answer that question. <laughs> but yo, I mean, it's true because uh, their Arab neighbors, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Egypt, mm-hmm. and the United Arab, uh, Arab Emirates, mm-hmm. um, have actually imposed a couple sanctions because of said atrocities and slave encampments and yep. all that good stuff. Which, of course, Qatar has denied completely. Of course. Like, Listen. These people all came on their free will. We mm-hmm. didn't make anyone, okay? We don't believe in kidnapping. We don't believe in enslaving anyone. People work because they want to work. And Do we pay them? They don't want to get paid. You know what <laughs> and I mean? They don't, like, and they can't leave or else we'll kill them. I mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't eat because they don't want to eat. They don't leave because they don't want to leave. Okay? That's, yeah. So, I mean, I feel you, bro. But, you know, I was thinking, I, I was hoping anyway that, you know, the more and more this goes on, that at some point they're going to kind of just say, yeah, nah, we're good. You know what? FIFA, although sometimes they kind of drop the ball, sometimes they're pretty they're pretty good about some of the shit that they, you know, the stances that they take. Yeah. But again, when it comes to money, Vic, yep. doesn't even matter nope. whatsoever. Nope. Nope. So nope. we'll see, man. We'll see. It'll be kind of fucked up if like two years from now they're like, yo, hey. Guess what, Qatar? We're not doing it. It's just like a fucking half-built stadium and shit. <laughs> people just go in there like, yo, I'm going to fucking get a, an AC. Yeah, let's go to the fucking stadium. <laughs> you got them by, by the hundreds. I don't know, man. This shit's crazy. Um, but, um, since, yep. since we're talking about desert, let's just let's just keep talking about desert, man. Okay. So, as... <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> As some of you may be aware, I mean, I don't think a large portion of our audience is, but <laughs> as some Ooh. of you might be aware, Burning Man is happening, or it oh, actually shit. just ended, uh, I think, yesterday. I believe it ended yesterday. Well, Vic, explain to the people what Burning Man is, because some <laughs> people may not know. This isn't, um, let me see, you're probably not going to see a lot of POCs at Burning Man. <laughs> you might. You might. I doubt it, but you might. <laughs> well, uh, Burning Man is a week-long festival that kind of encourages people to be whoever they want to be, and it includes lots of art installations and lots of music installations and this and that. And about, I believe, 50,000 people go <laughs> to the Black Rock Desert in, in Nevada, just north of Reno, to experience this. And it's been going on for years. So, again, let me just go back to my earlier point. I don't think a lot of POCs go to that. And kind of what Vic was explaining <laughs> kind of solidify that there may not be a big, it may not be a huge diverse crowd. But it's not. It's not usually, at least from what I've seen, from what I've seen, I haven't been myself. But uh, fortunately, I have a couple really close friends that are what you would call burners. And that is 
Oh. And that is the moniker given to people that go to Burning Man frequently. Maybe not yes. every year, but and not. And just to kind of clarify, <laughs> when he says burners, it's the people that are going to Burning Man. Burners, not yes. Not... What you use to make that call or what you <laughs> pull out your waist in case you, you got to let them know what time it is. Okay, we're talking specifically. Get the block, it's about... hot. You know, you got to pull out the burner. <laughs> yeah. Let them Yo, know where the burner out. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, so 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 burners have this, this reputation of... Being a little annoying, let's not even beat around the bush, being very annoying about how this is a life-changing event. Now, to be fair, I've never, like I said, I've never been, and it very well might be, but in all honesty, what it seems like is thousands of people going to the desert to see titties and get high on various drugs. Various drugs. From hard, yeah. from hard stuff to your basic stuff, you know, uh, and I don't, uh, I don't know how I feel about it now. I have made a commitment to one of my best friends in the world that when he decides to get married, we will do his bachelor party at Burning Man. So I am, um, I am obligated to do that when that time comes, uh, and I guess I'll get back to you guys when that happens. But. Uh, Anyway, now that we have a little background on, on Burning Man. Real quick, though, Vic. You know, there's another way that you can become a burner, dog, if you just keep it simple and you keep it very traditional and just fucking get a couple strippers. And, you know, if one of them gives you a little something, then, hey, fuck it, you know what I mean? Oh, you mean when you go to the bathroom, a, you become a burner? It was a it was You're a out wild, there, you got, you got a little you know bit mean? of that, uh, you know. That, wild, <laughs> you know about that the drip drip the drip yeah, drip man, yeah. like, oh, it's, it's a burner she's a burner it was a wild <laughs> it was a wild weekend you know what i mean and hey we sent my, we sent my man off right <laughs> <laughs> but uh okay so now that we have a little background on what burning man is and what a burner is burner aaron joel mitchell now nah, i said joel fucking Joel, that's like now. Nah, let me hit that again. Aaron Joel Mitchell, age forty-one. Uh, let's say that something interesting happened. He lost his goddamn mind and ran into the what they call the man burn, which is a big um. What do they call that? Ed? I don't even know what it is, but it's like a. It's a giant structure. A big it's a fixture. Yeah, it's a big giant fixture. structure. It's Huge. a giant. It's a giant structure, um, in the shape of a man. That's that's why it's called Burning Man. At the end of the festival, they. <laughs> at the end of the festival, they uh, they literally light this this um structure on fire, to let it burn down, and you know people usually circle around it. It's giant though. This is not a small. You know, a, sm- a small, it's huge. Um, like scaffolds, like fucking yeah, scaffolds that yeah. they put together to build this shit. So, you know, at this man burn, Mr. Aaron went ahead and ran through two lines of security and ran into the fixture while it was on fire. And unfortunately, Aaron lost his life to this. And, uh, and. <laughs> What would compel somebody 
to say, yo, I'm about to put on my best American gladiator helmet and I'm going to get through two fucking lines. That's our thing. I'm like, yo, what kind of security guards do you have where a random 40, 40 year old uh, fucking Swiss um, native can just run through it? Ed, because like, it's, no, he's an American citizen, but he lives in Switzerland. And uh, that's also an interesting thing oh, about about uh, Bernie. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, There's another interesting thing about Burning Man. People from all over the world go to it. So, you know, it sounds like an interesting festival, but there's certain things that make me iffy about it. It's, you mean the drugs? It's, and no, the I ain't about fact that. It's hot as fuck. It is hot as fuck. It's like 100 <sighs> degrees out there. There's a, And you know what's worse is when something's burning for hours <laughs> and hours and fucking hours. There's a lot of smoke inhalation out that bitch, dog. You can't see shit. <laughs> it's dusty. Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. That doesn't sound too appealing. No, to no, it doesn't. But um, <laughs> but I mean, just just so you get the idea, this is not the type of place that has like stadium security. It's not a stadium. You're out in the middle of the <laughs> desert. Ain't guys with little yellow jackets, you know, arm chained around this structure. They got the event nah. staff. They got that event staff jacket. No, nah, so <laughs> exactly. So it it's it's not like it, it makes sense that a guy could just clearly run through and just do that. What? I just I mean I don't get it, man. I, I it they're already having a hard time with keeping the event alive because people keep dying due to different Are reasons. You still, yeah, really. People keep dying. This at, happened before. Yeah, well, not this exactly. Wow. Not not a man. Not a person jumping into the uh, burning man, but um. Pretty much people dying due to drug overdoses and, um, ah, you know, that's cool. That's light. So, that's light. yeah, that's, that's yeah, no, no problem. No problem there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Ed, would you ever do something like that? Would you ever go to a place like Burning Man? No, absolutely not. That's not, first of all, it doesn't sound fun to me whatsoever. I mean, although I'll tell you this much, I have, I've met, I've met people that have gone to Burning Man. And they've all told me essentially the same thing that you told you said earlier, which was it's an experience. It's great. It just you know you're out there, um, no like there's no showers, there's no nothing. You're out there for like a couple days or a few days, and you just kind of it just is what it is. Everybody smells like shit. Everybody's high as fuck. Like all the girls are butt ass naked essentially. Yeah. Everyone's almost pretty much naked. Everyone's trying to fuck. So, yep. um, I, I mean. Again, I could probably do that at Freaknik, you know what I mean? And I'm cool with that. Like I guess, And I'd rather do that than go to Burning Man. Because, again, I hate the desert. I can't stand being in the desert. And I can't stand being in the desert in 100 and fucking 5 degree heat and having a fucking smoldering um, blaze going on at the same time. So that's just not, so, that's not something I would do personally. Plus, you know me, Vic. I don't, I'm not, how can I put this? I'm not the type that's going to rough it. <laughs> if I want to take a shit, I and you, not even you, Vic, keep it funky. You won't even take a shit at the Target, dog. Like, you got to make sure that, yo, you got to be at home. You really, you really expect me to think that for the next two, three days, you're just going to be taking a shit in a porta potty <laughs> that, like, 7,000 other nasty motherfuckers have been using, too? I, I don't, I, I don't want to ever go to this, but like I said, I've made a, I made a commitment, and if it ever comes down to it, I guess I will come through with that commitment. You'd be like, "Yo, we got, we can Skype." Like, you can Skype. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm there. It's like I'm right there. <laughs> like, oh, word. Listen, I gotta go use the bathroom. I'll be right back. Hold on, let me charge my phone. <laughs> Yo, nah, I'm good. 
But, I don't know. But, but uh, listen, hey, but, Ed, I feel... the funny thing is that so a lot of people think, oh, look, all these all these women are naked there. What a great thing to go to, right? Now you're forgetting that there are tons of naked men there too. And one of the most interesting, one of the most, in, I'm not there for that either, but it's not, doesn't mean it's not going to be in your face. Don't mean it ain't hey, going to be going right next just, to you. Is this, is this your first time? How you doing guys? Hi. Yeah. Dude, you, you, think I, you think that's a joke? That is what's going to happen. Is your, but is this your first Burning Man? <laughs> <laughs> so, so are you guys, uh, and they, they, they call them Burning Man virgins or virgins at Burning Man. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, but one of the most Popping interesting. Popping your cherry, huh? Okay. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> one of the most interesting uh, things that I heard from Burning Man is there's a thing called a shirt cocker. A what? Shirt cocker. What the fuck is that? So a shirt cocker is a person that a man that walks around with a shirt and no pants on, just walking around oh, with God. your fucking dick flopping around. I don't have. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I can't do that, man. Like, imagine getting a sunburn on your dick. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You really be burning. Yeah, imagine, then you have to put lotion on it, and then things happen, and you know, you know. (laughs) This is my thing. It's like, what would compel you to just be like, yeah, I'm cool just walking around with my dick out? And t-shirt on, like those are the same guys at the gym, Victor. You're like, come on, dog. Like, yo, come on. Listen, yes, technically you can do what you're doing right now, but come on, like, yo, like, put a fuck, like, come on, put some draws on. You don't have to fucking air dry your nuts in front of everyone. You feel me? So, I mean, whatever. You know what I mean? I guess I'm not. I don't have to worry about that. Now, you on the other hand, Vic, you know, you may have to have someone, Joel. You know, come up to you. Like, hey, is this your first Burning Man? How you doing? Oh man. <laughs> I wish you would. Are you going to take off your pants or too? I wish you would. I fucking <laughs> kick him in the balls, dark. <laughs> I am and I am not looking forward to it at the same time. Like, I think it would be interesting, but I really don't want to. <laughs> I really don't want well, to, so. It would be an experience. Yeah. I think it would be an experience, Vic. And so you kind of have to just, you just kind of have to roll with it, man. Yeah, yeah, man. But uh, since, you know, I mean, I think that kind of goes into our next story, Ed. Uh, the science is out, Ed. More and more men, ages 16 to 44, are using the pull-out method, Ed. Hey, it's about <laughs> fucking time, Vic. It's about fucking time that these people are joining the movement, Vic. You feel me? No, man. The pull-out gang is gaining traction out here in these streets. Pull and up, I appreciate it. Because, listen... <laughs> Because, listen, you know, we had the grassroots movement back in 04, you feel me? And nobody wanted to fuck with it. And now it's starting to catch a little steam, you feel me? So I'm out there. We ready. I'm banging, dog. I'm out here. I'm out for the culture, dog. I am for the culture. Trust me, okay? Fears and tears, you won't catch me for 18 years. I'm out here. Eb, you're telling the people the wrong thing to do, Eb. You are telling the people the wrong thing to do. Now I'm telling not to get people pregnant. Now hold on, Ed. Now I guess the pullout is better than the leave in. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess that would be better. But Ed is very ineffective. That method is very, very ineffective. Because you don't know how to use it right. I yeah, okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> 
And about 30% of women that's partner uses the pull-out method will become pregnant. That other 70%, Vail, this is a great odds. No, uh, no, it's not. No, those are not great odds, Ed. Those are terrible (laughs) odds. 70-30? Yes. 70-30. Yeah, okay. All right. Great. Ed, right now you're contributing to the (laughs) overpopulation of the earth by giving some bad (laughs) advice. I'll tell you right now, I think what it is, Vic, is that some of these guys are saying that they did it, but they're really not doing it right. <laughs> All right? You, you know, you know, when you're like, oh, like, oh fuck, damn, I, I got a little in there. Little <laughs> oh, shit. Yo. Should be okay, though. Yo, and no, really did it. Oh, God. <laughs> Ed, you are giving some terrible advice right now. Now. Well, I mean, you're also eating chips on a podcast, which is a big no-no. But <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I ate a I ate a peach. It was delicious. Anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> the but, point is, you're you're right though, Vic. I mean, listen, do you? You feel me? <laughs> but to let you know, the the pullout method, it's um, <laughs> once you master it, you can't go back. I'm just gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it super funky with you. Actually, even if you don't master it, uh, you can never go back because oh, it's just. I mean, listen. Do you? You know, live your life. I'm not gonna stop anyone from doing what they're supposed to do. But I mean, listen. It's been tried and true. You know what I mean? And it's um, join the gang. Dog. We out here. Feel me? Pull out game. If you if you rely solely on the pull out method, that's how you end up being Sean Kemp. That's how nah, you. Sean Kemp knew what he was doing. Vic. I literally just okay. told you. You know when you're like, ah, damn. Nah. Yeah, I think I look. I, look, I think a little bit slipped out there. Yeah, and sometimes. Okay. But Ab, sometimes it's so good that you can't judge that timing right, man. You're very. Or like I told you before, <laughs> Vic, those reverse. Remember, you were telling me earlier. I was under the impression that once, uh, the semen. Uh, touches and gets in contact with air that it automatically dies. Oh, you're God. like, nah, my friend. That happens when it dries up. <laughs> so I was like, yo, so all these reverse cream pies, I've been fucking rolling the dice. <laughs> reverse cream pie? What the fuck is that? God. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm not with it nowadays. Yo. I'm my scumbag. Look, know what I'm talking hold about. on. By the way, <laughs> saying what you said right now, that was one. Of, that was one of the moments where I was like, "Is my friend dumb? Is my <laughs> is my friend really dumb?" <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to help the community out here. Okay, I don't think you don't, are. Ed. You're trying to get people look, don't <laughs> handcuffed for 18 years. Then don't pull out shamey, Vic. Don't pull out shamey. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, let's, I'll keep it. I'll keep it all the way 100 with y'all. I mean, yes, is it? Is it something that we all want to do? Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then, but I'll just let you know. If you decide to, to, to take that trip, just know that this isn't for everyone. Okay. This isn't, this isn't just, not anyone can just walk these lines. Okay. <laughs> and if you decide to go, there's no turning back. Yeah. There is no, I literally, there's no turning back. <laughs> like it sounds like very, very funny, but you can't turn back. Like it is what it is. Like once you do that, you can never go back to having sex with a condom because oh, that's that game. <laughs> that's just reverse. You can't have like a reverse fro. You know what I mean? You can't have like a reverse <laughs> fucking fade. You can't get like a 
You can't have like a reverse taper. Well, I guess DJ Clue. <laughs> but anyway, the point. DJ point Clue. Is, <laughs> <laughs> the point is, yo, you gotta just have to, you know, once you decide to go, you know, that road and down that path, kind of like when you go vegan, like you'll just never go back. Once you start and going raw diggity. <laughs> once you start skinny dipping, <laughs> no, you just gotta say fuck it. <laughs> It just is what it is. You just got to make sure you time it right. And like I said, everyone knows. This is you the know. fucking worst advice. You know. This is the worst <laughs> advice I've ever heard in my life. Yo, it doesn't, yo, you, that doesn't you imagine, stop. Yo, imagine the 16-year-olds. Damn, the 16 I, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, yo, hey. Yo. Nah, man. Eb said it was cool. Eb said it was the shit. Eb said it was the wave right now. He said everyone's doing it. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a new wave of babies happening pretty soon. This shit's the worst advice ever. (sighs) Uh, Well, anyway, we continue. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess I guess the uh, the moral of the story is uh, the pullout method's up 19 (laughs) percent, and I think y'all need to be careful with that shit. It doesn't stop from from STDs happening. Doesn't stop from oh, there you go. That off. one. So that be one, careful. Yes, be yes. careful. Just be prepared that if it doesn't work properly, the pullout method, it, you have a chance of becoming a father. That's all I'm saying. Eighteen years. Eighteen, 18 years. years. Sometimes even longer now, Vic. Because if they go to college, you talking about like another fucking four or six years. Damn. To twenty four years old. Yeah, and if you don't like the baby mom and you really don't like the kid, imagine that's life. <laughs> Damn. So, <laughs> so think about those consequences, okay? If you're cool with the pullout method, great, but it, make sure that at the very least you're doing it on someone that, if something happened, you'd be like, well, I could deal with this. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't be out there just fucking, you know, raw dogging just randoms, because that's when you get into problems. The more you know. Yo, don't be raw doggy randoms. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, Em. Well, uh, anyway, I think randoms. It's, I think it's time to uh, get into the Trump segment of this week. And uh, oh, okay. boy. And oh, boy. There's lots of it. Mm. Now. Indeed. Now, it all started with uh, Trump going down It to all Texas. started with. It all started with Trump going down to Texas this week. Sound like the Fresh Prince of Ballet fucking <laughs> intro. <laughs> now this is a story all about <laughs> how Trump's life got flipped upside down. <laughs> now, well, Trump went down to Texas, of course, and uh, he he got a lot of backlash from that, uh, mostly because he said that he was on front lines and he got to see shit firsthand when he was nowhere near epicenters and nowhere near damaged areas. And, uh, and pretty much when he said he was seeing it firsthand, he posted a picture of him watching the uh, weather channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's getting all his fucking information from Vic. This makes complete sense. Now historic fucking the most ever amazing fucking terrific. <laughs> like, Oh, I get it. You're looking at the fucking weather channel. You're looking at all the fucking records that is regular. Like, oh, shit. Now, Ab- really? The biggest flood ever? <laughs> now, Ab- I think there was one thing that happened, you know, last week that um people got on him for. And I was kind of 
I, I don't, I want to defend him a little bit. I don't like defending him. Ooh. I don't like uh. it because I fucking despise the man. Uh. But I kind of feel like people that were giving him shit for the short impromptu speech that he gave about, oh, look how many people are out here. I think he, what he said in general, for the most part, was fine and was what any president would say. Now, <laughs> now that we put the fairness out, <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, your boy Trump Ebb, was out there giving out care packages to people, you know, that were coming in with their trucks, trying to get water, trying to get food, trying to get, you know, basic supplies from the Red Cross and other, you know, other um, charitable groups that are trying to help out. Now, Trump, with his little hands, was struggling putting these buckets into people's trucks. But one of the things that I caught, I don't know if a lot of people were talking about it, Ed, but he kept telling people, enjoy yourself. (laughs) Am, Am I the only one that caught that? Enjoy yourself. Seriously, like he's fucking Rick James or some shit. Like... No, these people are not coming to enjoy themselves. These people are not collecting things to enjoy themselves. No, they're coming. (laughs) They're coming here because they don't have supplies. They're trying to survive. They're trying to, they're trying to make it through this horrible storm that happened. And for this fucking stupid numbskull to be like, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> he said it multiple Dude. times on tape, and I prosper. I, it made me so upset. Like I'm like, oh because yeah, there's there's it. a Trump I know. There's a fucking idiot I know. He's just dumb, Vic. He's fucking dumb as fuck, bro. I'm telling you, like the guy, the guy has. He, I don't. I, I think he's just waiting to get out, man. Seriously, <laughs> and the thing is, he has a short temper. He doesn't know how to fucking compose himself. He doesn't know how to conduct himself. And recently. A story came out here in the New York Times that Trump is out here screaming on people, Vic. Apparently, Trump laid into uh, General Kelly, who admitted <laughs> to his colleagues that he had never been spoken to the way Trump spoke to him in close to 35 years. This was after the rally that he had in Phoenix, where apparently he got so mad at General Kelly that he uh, fucking went off on him. He went all D- and, he went DMX on him, man. He went DMX. He went OD on him, Vic. And um, you know, Kelly mentioned that he won't permit such a verbal beating in the future. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know what that means. That means like, yo, listen, I'm gonna let you have this one. The next time you fucking put your lips together, even try to scream on me, I'm fucking you up on sight. So watch how you speak on my name. <laughs> and I don't understand how someone like Donald, because uh, let's keep it funky, Donald Trump, he doesn't know. Like, he, like if he got in a fight, it looked like he would get his ass fucking handed to him. Yeah. yeah. On a platter. Yep. And you going to just start screaming on a fucking, a fucking uh, Marine general, Army general dog? <laughs> like, you, you really going to do that? Like, he just ain't going to slap the shit out of you? Slap <laughs> fire out of you, dog. Slap the fuck fucking hair plugs off your ass well, right? what is wrong with I you i mean just to be petty Eb, again he he was out there talking about look how many people are here at that rally and it ended right. up being i mean it's easily proven wrong uh you know when actual evidence of pictures comes out that you know you didn't have nobody there and, oh yeah we saw that 
This shit was empty. And I'm like, yo, how is that his fault? <laughs> like, why you getting mad at somebody else? That's like, that's like when you already fucking, you know, you got depressed, you're like depressed and shit. <laughs> so everything just makes you irritable. No matter what, who the fuck, who the fuck got the AC on? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, who the man. fuck ain't the last, who the fuck ain't last, the last Oreo? God damn it. That was fuck? my fucking Twinkie. That was my Twinkie, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, yo, and, you know, and more and more keeps coming out that this little relationship between Kelly and Donald Trump is getting real strained. And I'm like, yo, is this not the guy that you chose? Like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck are you getting mad at like you knew what he was about you know and there the reports keep coming out that he's trying to uh, limit the amount of information that's given to donald trump before they get to read it because they don't want him just putting out some wild bullshit they're trying to keep him off twitter but donald trump is apparently fighting back like he's a fucking 15 year old and he's still calling apparently he's still fucking texting his old bitch steve bannon on the low <laughs> and shit Giving him a phone call, hey, like, boo, hey, you how up? you doing? I miss you. Hey, boo, you hey. up? <laughs> hey, shh, don't Hi. Me, don't <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah, I got my head under the pillow right now. No, I don't want anybody to hear me. I'm sorry. How you doing? I don't, so, don't want to wake anybody I, up. Let me, let me talk really funny, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like, this guy gets in his own way. So, you know, like, he has people around. Like, at least he has one person that kind of sounds like, all right. I'm trying to fucking put you in a position where you don't look like a fucking moron all the time and you continue to do whatever the fuck you want. So you just continue to fuck everything up. And, <laughs> you know, it's like it doesn't really matter, man, because the, the fucking orange peel is back at it again. You know, and today specifically, Vic. His band of goons and fucking goblins, Sarah Huckabee mm-hmm. and the Keebler elf, Jeff Sessions. <laughs> Uh, we're back with another fucking evil plot, Vic. And this time, back at it again. They fuck. They came through. Yep. And I wish it was a fucking movie, dog, but it's not. It's fucking real life. And this fucking clown cake has essentially, uh, pretty much, just uh, stopped DACA. Pretty much, you know. Yeah. And you know, being the true piece of feces that he is, he didn't disappoint, dog. He basically started the process to end DACA. And now reports have come out. That ICE has almost every piece of information from every DACA recipient, home, address, everything. So yeah. it's just kind of kind of funny how all that works out. So DACA was the essentially basically known as the Dream, Dreamers Act, right? Where people that were brought here as young young people, young children, or you know. Uh, of a certain younger age were brought here by their parents of no will of their own. Um, were brought here as illegal immigrants were given the opportunity to stay in the country as long as they showed that they were responsible citizens. And for the most part, 97% of, of DACA recipients were actually employed. And many of them also going to school. Um, we're in the military. We're in the military. Uh, and it's, it's kind of crazy, man. It's kind of crazy that this could be my cousins. This could be my uncles. You know, this could be, this could be either of my parents when they came here. And, um, you know, first of all, again, I'm, I mean, I don't know if it's needed, needed to be said, but, uh, fuck Donald Trump. He's just showing his <laughs> fucking racist snout again. And, uh, you know, I'm, 
I'm not going to pull any punches when it comes to how much I despise this person. And I do. I do. You know, I, I still try to be fair when that, when it's possible. But, I mean, yeah. like, like I was trying to be fair earlier, but, you know, this is, this is really, really just cruel. And, uh, you know, it just shows what, how much of a piece of shit this guy is. Yeah, absolutely, Vic. You're 100% correct. And I agree with you, my friend. You know, um, six months ago, this fucking clown said that he would actually deal with DACA. He would deal with the DACA issue with heart. And he was actually asked today, you know, how are you exactly dealing this with heart? And your man responded with, <laughs> I have a great heart. I have great heart. I have a great heart. <laughs> As a matter of fact, my doctor said that it's the strongest and bestest heart that he's ever seen. He told me that it was historic and magnificent and the best heart that this world will ever come to know. It's the biggest heart. I have the heart of it's a... It's the biggest heart. Ever. I don't know if that's good or not, but it's the biggest one. <laughs> he said I have the heart of a 30-year-old smoker. So, yes, I am <laughs> fucking... No, like, seriously, like, you're putting people out, you know, a lot of these people that, that again... Of of nothing that they that they did, they were just brought here by their parents, legal or illegal. You know, what I mean, they they didn't have a choice. Now that choice was essentially made for them. Now, before we have any of the Trump stands think, oh well, they're just takers, right? First of all, these people Ooh. are highly percentage wise, they're highly employed, and uh, by the way, they pay into a system they will never get money back from. They oh, pay yeah, taxes. That's right. They don't get they pay, any of that. Yeah, they pay all that, and they will never get Social Security because they are not uh, citizens. So these are people that are paying into something that will they'll never get back, and you know, it's it just shows you, you know, how heartless, how really vicious this presidency has become. And let's cut the bullshit seriously. Let's let's stop with the whole they're taking Americans Americans jobs. No, that's fucking bullshit. Just like you're just just like you spew this fucking evil rhetoric of well you've been here for seventeen years why haven't you become a citizen yeah motherfucker you've been here for forty five fucking years and you can't get a decent job what does that tell you <laughs> as much shit as you talk if they're taking your job what the fuck have you been doing for the last forty years and you still working at the fucking quickie mart you know what I mean like <laughs> cut it out. I mean, Vic, keep it 100. Like, right? I mean, if you go, to, if you're going to start, if you're going to start fucking trying to come up with every fucking rhyme and reason as to why illegal immigrants and why these DACA, like, first of all, the illegal immigration thing, I can kind of see that point. And yeah, sure. I'm a little biased. I can agree with that. I, but I can understand the point that they're making. Mm -hmm. But when you have children that have come to this country, not because they wanted to, but because they were essentially forced. I mean, they were brought here by their parents. Yep. They grew up in this country. They went to school. They busted their ass and did everything that they could possibly do to get a fucking job and to get ahead in life. That's a little different to me. Yep. That to me is, it, it's, it's like, it's apples and oranges, you know, mm -hmm. and to, to, to read some of these fucking remarks that people are putting up, like, DACA means Democrats, uh, Democrats against fucking America. Just shut the fuck up. Like, yo, <laughs> cut it out. Like, seriously, just stop it. Like, these people are putting money back into the economy. You're not doing anything. These people are literally, 
as Vic mentioned, they're not going to see any of that money unless they become a citizen. And that alone takes years, mm-hmm. years to do. Vic, my aunt, literally 14 years, just literally got her visa. Literally just got her visa a month ago. After 14 years of us petitioning and trying to get her over here. Yeah, so man. it's not as easy as you think. It's a gang of money. It takes a lot, yo. And I'll tell you one thing, Vic. You brought up something earlier, too, which kind of kind of grinds my gears, mm. but not so much. Okay. Only because I put these I put these individuals in the same category that I put these these racist devils in. Okay. <laughs> um the hashtag hold your own nuts has I'm not even gonna say trend because it, I really it was haven't trending. seen much it, of it. It was trending on Twitter, so it was trending. Really? Yeah. Well, um, the whole notion of hold your own nuts apparently is starting off with certain certain individuals in the black community uh, are upset that apparently Hispanics, uh, and when they say Hispanics, I'm throwing a blanket statement because that's essentially what it that's what they're writing. It's a blanket statement. They're not saying these individuals yeah. or these people. They're just saying Latinos and Hispanics in general um, essentially aren't there to fight uh, with them during their cause. So why should we fight and be there for their cause? Um, I don't know about you. I don't know what city you're from. I don't doesn't really fucking matter to me. What I do know is, yes, there are certain individuals in the Latin community that are fucking racist. Yeah, just like absolutely. there are racist individuals in the black community. Mm hmm. Just like there's in the racist individuals in the Asian community. And the Asian community is fucking prevalent. Like that's let's we'll keep it all sure. the way funky. Sure. All right. But whatever. That's that again, that's not the point that I'm trying to make. The point that I'm trying to make is you cannot you cannot throw a blanket statement on all Latinos, on all Hispanics, because I've seen it. I've seen Latinos and Hispanics out at the BLM marches, civil sure, rights yeah. marches in Berkeley, in fucking South LA, in downtown Los Angeles, marching with our black brothers and sisters. Yep. Okay. Whoever you have grown up around or whatever you've seen, whatever the case may be, at the end of the day, all you're perpetuating is divisiveness. Eb, That's all you're doing. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more, Eb. And, you know, I think, I think on this show, when we kind of like break it down and try to get serious about certain things, I think we've always been on the forefront of trying to get uh, minorities to stick together because in general, when, yeah, when it comes down to it, we need each other's voices to go ahead and come out in advance because in more ways than we're different, we're the same in the minority community. You know, we, we have different problems and there's different issues, but we also have a lot of the same, you know, now it, when I, when I was looking through these hashtags, uh, it made me a little upset, Ed, but, you know, I, I realized that this was a minority of, you know, of the black community that was, you know, going off. And, you know, some of the stuff they were writing was really, really hurtful. But, uh, you know, I know, you know, just like just like any time something bad happens in the black community, I know I got all my I got all their back, you know, and I know I know for the most part, most people understand that. These are injustices that are happening. This, this is not right what's happening. And I think some of this is a way to divide us. And Eb, like I told you earlier today, this is what the man wants, Eb. 
This is what the <laughs> man exactly, wants. He wants exactly what he, he wants, wants to divide and conquer Eb. And guess what, Eb? It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Just to be, we're gonna be here. We're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep fighting for BLM. We're gonna keep fighting for our Latino rights. We're gonna fight for our Latino brothers. We'll fight for our Latina sisters. We're gonna fight for our black brothers, black sisters. So, you know, I think, I think at this time in, in, in the climate of the world, I think it's most important to make sure we don't lose sight of the injustices and start fighting within each other. That's right. And again, everyone, you should know this by now. This is exactly what they do. They try to have infighting amongst your own community yep. and then against the, the essentially the same people that are going through the same struggle that you are. Okay. Cause all of us have been through the same struggle. Yep. And at the end of the day, Hey, listen, you make your own decision as far as what side, what side do you want to be on? Okay. And again, like I told you earlier, Vic, I put these people, uh, the, there's, there's a black separatist group, which isn't a big group. It's a minority within its own, within mm-hmm. its own minority. Yep. You know, and at the end of the day, hey, listen, if that's if that's what you feel is necessary to continue your life and to 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 make you feel relevant, then so be it. All I can tell you, though, is strength in numbers. That's true. Yep. That's a truism. And I'm not saying that the Latino culture doesn't have things that they need to work on themselves. Absolutely. And I've been a huge advocate for Afro Latinos because, yep. again, Scared to come out, scared to talk about it, scared to acknowledge it. Yep. Don't even acknowledge it at all, you know. But at the end of the day, if we come together, I'm telling you right now, there's no way that you can stop that movement. But again, once you start having infighting, when you start kind of picking and choosing when you want the help, when you don't want the help, who to help and who not to help, yep. why and why not, all it does is create divisiveness. Okay. And like, Again, we're there for anything, any injustice that happens in this world. You have to be there, yep. you know. And if you're saying, "Well, this whole DACA movement, yeah, we're gonna fall back because, yo, they're not there for us." Well, that in itself is a bit hypocritical. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this: you can't use this phrase when it's convenient, okay? And injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Ooh. All right. And what's going on right now is a huge injustice to yep. individuals that have been here for twenty fucking years. Working their ass up. and you know I'll keep it funky. Yeah, for the for the majority, they are Latinos. Okay, yep. they're Mexican, Salvadoran, fucking Guatemalan, Honduran, Puerto Rican. Uh, well, not even Puerto Rican, excuse me, but most of the Central American com- countries and you know some of the Caribbean countries. A mm-hmm. huge Haitian population that's also taking advantage of that. Yep. But it's not just Latinos. It's more than that. Yeah, the majority is Latino, but this is a threat. To everyone, you can't talk about Muslims and you can't talk about that because they are some of those people are also taking advantage of DACA. Yep. Um, so listen, at the end of the day, our sole purpose here is to be happy and to be united as one and to generally and genuinely take advantage of living in this country. And when there are people out there trying to take our freedoms and what this country was actually built for which is the same thing that Colin Kaepernick is fucking kneeling for. Yep. Then that's an issue, but we all need to be in this together. It can't just be when I want to be, when I don't want to be, or I'll jump in right now, but I'm going to jump out on this one. Let me jump in this one. It doesn't work that way. If you're going to be full fledged, you got to be full fledged, but you also have to understand that that, that that movement is going to come in all different colors as well. Brown, black, 
and white and yellow. And you just gotta, you just gotta be, you just gotta be accepting of all of it, man. Because again, if you start saying, yeah, I'm cool with this and you're not accepting of anything. And if you're part of that, part of that small minority, hey, do you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> man, well, Ed, you know, I, I think I'll just end this with saying one of the, uh, you know, one of the most poignant phrases I could think, or one of the most poignant quotes I could think of right now. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So think about that. And one of the other poignant, one of the other poignant points. <laughs> poignant <laughs> one points. Of the poignant points that I want to make. <laughs> was um <laughs> all right all right Ed. well Ed, we've had a we've had a little hiatus on this segment you know we try to keep it going but uh you know it's kind of hard to find these but uh we're gonna bring back the plc of the week Ed. poc of the week oh shit I need to, I need to keep that for next week. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Ev, um, I think this PLC of the week actually ties in with a lot of the stories we talked about today. As a matter of fact, our PLC of the week this week is Alonzo Guillen and Alonzo Guillen was a person that was actually under the protections of DACA, right? He was a dreamer, but he was also a Texan. He he lived in Texas most of his life, and uh, when the floods in Houston happened, he drove over 100 miles to go and help uh, get people out of the floods. And Al- Alonzo was in a boat trying to find people that needed help, and unfortunately his boat capsized, and he was trapped underneath the water and ended up uh, passing away due to, uh, you know, due to drowning. But this man that could have stayed home, could have just sat there and watched it on TV like a lot of us could, and a lot of us were helpless to do so, were very far away. You know, he took the initiative to get out there and do something, to be actu- actually go out there and help someone. Someone that he doesn't know put his life on the line, and unfortunately, you know, he did lose his life to it. But I think this heroics definitely earned him uh, some recognition from us. And uh, I think it was important to kind of put that out there that these are the kind of people that we need to admire. These are the type of people that we need to put a light on and show their greatness, their humanity, that they put someone before themselves. And that's, that's all I got for this week, man. That's all we got for this week. Uh, please make sure you follow us on social media. Buffet underscore boys on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, follow us on Facebook. Buffet Boys Podcast on Facebook. And uh, you can always find us on the good old Buffet Boys Podcast.tk because we can't afford the dot com yet. And uh, yeah. Ed, that's all we got, man. Yeah. Yo, you know what it is. It was episode 37. You feel me? Uh, we was out here. Big shout out to the UML Network. Yep. Thank you for continuing to bang with us. Yep. Uh, the Sweats and Suits podcast, uh, Twisted Sisters, yep. the Moguls on Sports, 
the mobile lounge oh, yeah, man. The mobile <laughs> lounge check us out also on the real midwest radio.com hey hey what's wrong with um, your voice man what's wrong with your voice you swallow a cactus or something you know i'm getting my grown <laughs> and sexy on to close the show out man. you feel me all right uh, all right big shout out to uh oatmeal face ball that's right this goes out to you lonzo ball oh um, shit Continue that nonsense because you're going to be fucking up. Don't fuck up our Lakers season, <sighs> goddammit. Because Little B has already warned Our? you of what he's going to do. Get out of here. Just end the show. I'm tired of this nonsense. You're and your garbage, ridiculous, and I'm going to cut all this out anyway. No one's listening I'm to Nas cut it out because and Migos and, and Future are real hip hop. I'm going to cut this out anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, so watch watch your mouth. Watch oh your mouth. Go speak on the gods. <laughs> All right. Um, yo, this was episode 37. My favorite. Estamos listos. Estamos prendidos. Yeah. So, uh, yo, Vic, man. Yeah. This is a, it's a little heavier, man. It's a little heavier, but yeah, hey, no. it had to happen. And we had to put the voice out, man. Ah, but yeah, man. Hey, listen. Okay, we're going to be back next week? Yeah. We're going to be back next week? Yeah, yeah. We're going to be back next week. All right, cool. Well, hey, well, listen, we're going to be back next week, as always, podcasting for the culture, bringing more knowledge for your brain, more culture for your soul, more bullshit for your week. It's your boy, the Salvadoran sensation, La Semilla de Marañón, trayéndole ese sonido Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's your boy, Vic. Peace, Peace yo. <laughs> <laughs>